my name is Mary Jo Daly. And I know that God has healed me in, in lots of ways. Um, some of the ways I expected and some of the ways were um, <laughs> really, really surprising. probably embraced a little bit more openly than those of us thousands of years later because of the proximity to Jesus actually walking on earth. As a pastor, I struggle sometimes for how to pray for people that are suffering. There are other times that very clearly I, I feel like God's telling me I need to pray for healing. I wonder, what about you? In what ways have you embraced or struggled with the idea of God and healing? Um. The number of illnesses <laughs> and, and misfires I've had with this body um, are, are too many to mention now. <laughs> um, but a, f a friend of mine once said, Mary Jo, why don't we play for, pray for healing? And it was, it's an illness that I have, and I still have it. But we prayed earnestly for God's healing, and, with, and I was not able to walk at the time. Within three weeks, the doctor had found a, a drug and said, why don't we try this? <laughs> and that day, I was walking. And thinking about healing that's taken place in my life, um, there's almost always another person involved. Um, whether it's a, a, a paid counselor that I like to call my paid friend, um, God speaking through that person, whether it's a, a, just a friend or even an acquaintance, um, God using that to awaken me to something in my life that needs to be healed. Um, and that happens all the time. Um, the, the biggest um, instance of that happening in my life has been when a friend offered to pray with me for healing when I had cancer. Um, and I hear people say prayer works, like prayer is some kind of uh, magic thing. Prayer is the thing that works. God works. Prayer is how we talk to God. Um, and she prayed with me. Um, a lot of it was quiet time. Um, a lot of it was reading scripture. Just spending that time thinking about the illness and being healed from the illness. Um, I have something called myasthenia gravis. You can Google that later. <laughs> but it, it's like multiple sclerosis, except it's autoimmune. And... Uh, and my friend Donna said, uh, 
same, this is the same woman who had prayed with me before, said, well, why don't we pray that your myasthenia gravis would be healed? And I thought, why not? In the back of my head, though, I'm hearing, uh, this thing is incurable, you've got it. But through that prayer came uh, doctors with answers, came medication that has made a huge difference in my life, came medical procedures and surgeries that have, that have made, made myasthenia gravis almost just something I can ignore. Um, and and it's, it's just so sweet the way God gives gifts to his children. Like Jesus said, which one of you, if a child asked for bread, would give them a, a stone or a snake? Um, he, God is good. Some would suggest that in you praying that God would remove this thing completely from you, that you didn't get a true answer to prayer. It sounds like you clearly think God answered your prayer. What do you draw from that? Um, no, my MG didn't go away. I still have it. God didn't take it all away from me. Um, but he made my life livable with it. Um, and he, do, he does that for people that don't pray to him. But I feel like I'm cooperating with him to allow him to, to give gifts to me. And I know where it's coming from. I know it's coming from God. It, I still have it, um, and, and I just go back to those verses that Paul wrote in 2 Corinthians where he prayed three times that God would take away this thorn of the flesh, whatever it was. Um, and I know there's lots of speculation about what it was, but he prayed earnestly, and if there was ever a man who knew God's heart, it was Paul. And uh, God said, you know, you're going to have to live with this. My grace is sufficient to get you through this. And um, have you ever seen a child that got everything they wanted? It, it's not pretty. Um, they, you don't even want to be around the kid. And as a child of God, I think if I got everything I wanted, just, hey, God, give me this. Um, there would be no need to lean on his grace. And I would, wouldn't know what it felt like to receive his grace. Um, and having MG is just is a very small price to pay for knowing that, that kind of love. Can you talk a little bit about the the removal of infection being part of the process, there being a scar on the other side of the process, just what comes to mind or any thoughts? Um, and as far as healing being a process that can only start once 
the infection is removed, once the cancer is removed. Um, I think that holds true. It has held true for me. Um, it, but mostly in emotional healing. Um, there, it was such a process with, with me coming out of a, of a really abusive home situation. I mean, you name it, it went on. Um, and God saw fit to hide a lot of that from me. And only as I was able to remember that with, with a, a, um, a counselor, a trained counselor, um, only as I was able to remember those events could that healing begin for that wound. Um, and there were, they, they were legioned. Um, but the scars that remain, I think, I, I think God heals those too. He uses, um, I like to think of it like, um, like, a, like a rewards card. Um, I had pain, but I can use the scars from the, that pain to help somebody else who's feeling what I felt. Um, there's, a, there's a certain amount of, of compassion that can only come from somebody else who has been there and done that and has healed from that. And um, and it's hard to talk to people sometimes who think they know, <laughs> think they know, but have but the, you can tell the wound is still there. You can tell the angry, angry, anger and the hatred is still there. And when that wound is removed, you're able to forgive even the most unforgivable person. Um, when I tell people who know my story that I've forgiven my dad, they're like, oh, it's unforgivable. But it's the forgiveness that heals the wound. It's the, um, that, that allows you to use that, that healed wound, that scar, for the edification of the body of Christ. So some physical healing I've had, it, it has been, snap, you're better, um, once that's happened. Uh, others, it's been surgery, more surgery, how about another surgery, then you're better. But God walks with you through that, through the removal of the offending members of your body, um, and God's grace is sufficient to see you through that. So um, problems with our society that need to be healed, I think are going to be a little bit like removing that cancer, but it has to be done on, a, on an individual and on a, on a systemic basis. We have to 
we have to agree to be healed as, as churches, as congregations, as Christians in this world. We have to agree, yeah, I'm going to lose or, or, or give up some of these things that I have been holding tight to that I know are, are not good, that aren't good for me, and are not, not part of God's plan for this, this life. <laughs> I think those scars left after, after, we, after we've experienced healing. To be, get back to the, the rewards card thing, um, we suffer the pain, we work through the, the healing process, but then we get a chance to use that to help somebody else, to use that for the, the edification of, of the church body, to use that um, to, to touch the soul of someone who's hurting, um, to show people that, yeah, you can get through this, and with God's grace, you can live with this, um, that you are an example of healing. What is your hope or prayer as it relates to the church being an instrument of healing in the world around us? The church, whether it's tabernacle or whether it's what, what we here call the big C church, um, the church universal, Healing has got to be a part of who we are and what we do just by the, the virtue of the fact that we are the body of Christ here on earth. We should look to what the, the physical body of Christ did when he was walked this earth to, to give us some kind of uh, direction for what we are supposed to do. And... Gee whiz, he, was, he, he healed people right and left. He healed them when he, it sounded like he really didn't want to do it. He'd rather be moving on. Um, and it, it, was, it was what attracted the crowds to him. I see Christians now, a lot on social media, who are doing anything but healing. Their rhetoric is, is one of, they don't see it as hate, but I certainly do see it as hate. Um, and, and discord, um, things that tear apart rather than, than heal. And I believe that during this crazy time we're in right now, that um, there's a, a, an abundance of of call placed on God's body here to be his agent of healing in this time, to reach out with words of solace and comfort um, and not be a part of the problem, but rather be, uh, be let others know by the way we act that, that we are Christians not be turned off by the way we act because we're hypocritical.